For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer, Logan Landers. And join me to talk about this absolutely tremendous game we're going to be having this upcoming Saturday between the Texas Longhorns and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Joining me, of course, is my man, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. What's going on today, sir? Hey, man, I'm doing fantastic today. Football is coming to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The whole college football world is going to be watching this weekend. You are not kidding. You are not kidding. Alabama ranked number three in the country, and Texas ranked at number 11. It's going to be a tremendous matchup. We want to hear from you, our fans. Who's going to win this game? It's going to be Alabama. It's going to be Texas. Also, drop the final score on our comments as well on Facebook and on YouTube. And, of course, check us out on our podcast. If you're on the road, if you do a nice little workout, if you're just hanging out around the house, listen to our podcast. We have thousands upon thousands of episodes over there, game previews, of course, legends interviews, coach profiles, player profiles. You name it, you can find it on our channel. Of course, Facebook, YouTube, and whatever streaming platform you prefer. Well, let's get into it. This is going to be a tremendous ball game. Game of the week for, obviously, I think for college, maybe even just for the NFL, might overshadow some of that in their week one action. But my goodness, two powerhouses, Alabama and Texas. Let's break it down, talk about who we think is going to win these, win this ball game and their keys to victory. Well, last week, both teams put up dominating wins. Texas 37 to 10 over Rice and Alabama even better 56 to 7 over the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Let's talk about Texas first and foremost. Let's not forget Vincent last year a lot of people said Texas would have beat this Alabama squad if Quinn Ewers would have remained healthy and not gotten injured during that game. Well, he came back and he looked sharp in week 1 against the Rice Owls. 19 of 30 passing. 260 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, kept it clean, and looked tremendous in week one action. The running game was also pretty solid, 39 carries as a team for 158 yards. Dynamic duo you had a Jadon Blue and Jonathan Brooks. Both of those were some bruisers, averaged over four yards a carry. Each of them did. Look at the receiving court for Texas last week. Xavier Worthy, just an absolute ball hawk. Seven catches for 90 yards, led the way. Then you had a few other guys coming in there like Jordan Whittington, Jatavion Sanders, to name a few. 
but I really like this Texas offense. They were rolling. I said only allowed 10 points, not bad at all. Of course, led by your tackles. You got David uh, Gabena, who had six on the day to help lead the way as a squad. Only two sacks. You like to see a little bit more, but they did end up getting five tackles for loss, as well as getting two interceptions, gave them the Jalen Ford and Austin Jordan. So if I'm Texas coming into this matchup, first off, you got to keep the yardage, got to keep it rolling. Through, had a total of over 450 yards last week. Coming into this week, 300 of those passing yards, we know. The running game looked really sharp. Like I said, no turnovers, kept it clean. You got to have that once again if you want to beat this Alabama team. You cannot give them anything. You got to play a perfect game on each side of the ball. So if, if I'm Texas, I mean, there's not a whole lot to really look at and say, ah, you know, it didn't look too sharp here. They looked really well. But my big key, Vincent, you got to keep it clean just like you did against Rice. No turnovers, no fumbles. You got to keep it good. And Quinn Ewers, you have to have the game of your life. This time, part two. Mr. Turner, how can Texas win this ball game? Hey, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Quinn Ewers, basically all you got to do is attack offensively against Alabama. Attack, attack, attack. You mentioned a great point, Mr. Landers, from last year's game. He went out after throwing for 134 yards, and then a lot of people saying Texas would have probably won that game. Last week against Rice, he looked very well. I like it. You just mentioned Mr. Worthy, the young man, Mr. Mitchell, coming over from Georgia, the young man, Mr. Sanders, one of the most athletic tight ends in the game. Seemed like Texas has a big advantage here because Alabama's banged up in the secondary. One of the best defensive backs, Malachi Moore, might not even play on Saturday. And think about this. I talked to some friends of mine, some Georgia fans, and one thing, and I have to agree with them, this Texas team, it's a lot more physical than we think they are. They are going to be really, I think, up for the challenge physically against Alabama and Tuscaloosa on Saturday. But the key is Quinn Ewens. He stays healthy, and the second the receivers make plays against the secondary, they're going to stay in the football game against Alabama. Yes, sir. Let's talk about Alabama, as always, Crimson Tide. Got the easy win against Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders last week, 56-7. to Put up, a, a obviously, a light show on offense, led by Jalen Milrow, who we've talked about on the show before. We knew he was going to look good, and my gosh, did he look great in week one. 13-18 passing, 194 yards, three touchdowns, no INTs. Also led the team in rushing, seven carries for 48 yards. So he did everything you expected him to do, and honestly, then some against Middle Tennessee. Let's look at some of the yard players who helped out. Jace McClellan, 10 carries for 39 yards. You like to see that get up a little bit. He did get pay dirt once, though. Broke off a nice 20-yard rush. Um, but besides that, like I said, they ran the ball 40 times, 205 yards. To me, they kind of went back to that old-school Alabama offense, Denson. They had guys like Mark Ingram and whatnot, and, and they were just run the ball a lot. 40 carries for 205 yards, over a five-yard average. That'll work. And like I said, five touchdowns all on the ground. So like to see that with Alabama. Like to see that they had a lot of guys run the ball also. On the receiving court, you got Isaiah Bond led the way with five grabs for 76. Jermaine Burton, three for 62 as well, helping out. And the defense, like I said, you only allowed one touchdown on the day. So obviously they did a tremendous job. You mentioned uh, that they might have a little bit of some injury bugs. They're banged up. Malachi Moore is not going to be in the ball game potentially. We will see. But someone that impressed me, though, was Caleb Downs, eight tackles on the day for him tackle for loss and like i said he was just really putting in some work out there as a squad though alabama recorded three sacks and seven tackles for loss so they were just clicking every way you wanted to also Jalen key helped out in the end uh got one interception in the ball game against the blue raiders but 
overall, like I said, I think both these teams played really dominant games in week one like you, they expected to. But, man, Alabama looked really solid. But like you said, only injury, only problem they have, they're a little banged up coming into this week. And with Texas hoping to get some revenge from last year, we'll see what, how they can hold up. But if I'm Alabama, let's get in. Just kind of play clean. Don't get too excited. Don't. You're going to be at the home. You're going to be at home in Tuscaloosa. So it's going to be home field advantage. Everyone's going to be happy to see you. It's going to be a big game feel, playoff implications in week two. So this is going to be a great game to watch. Mr. Turner, what were your thoughts on Alabama's win last week and what they can do coming into this week against the Texas Longhorns? Well, I was very impressed by the score, 56-7 to over Middle Tennessee State. That's a very good Middle Tennessee State team that's been good over the years, coached mm-hmm. by Rick Stockstill, former quarterback at the University of Florida State. Actually was the quarterback when one Bobby Butler, who's part of 100 yards football, was playing at Florida State in the early 80s. Uh, Jalen Marrow impressed me a lot. Uh, 194 yards through there, eight different receivers caught passes. Um, Alabama's got the biggest offensive line in the country, I believe, averaging what almost 330, I mean, 330 people on the line. And then you look in defensively, Caleb Dance, as you said, like the next big time great defensive player coming out of Alabama as a true freshman last week, where he had eight tackles. The thing I loved about Alabama more than anything, we know Alabama's always going to keep four or five star talent on the field, but they only had two penalties on the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Remember last year, they almost averaged eight penalties a game. That's uncommon for a Nick Saban coach football team. But I will say this, Jalen Merrill, the stakes get higher because Miller Tennessee State is not the University of Texas. Texas does have some defensive players that can make plays. Jalen Ford, Austin Jordan, Jeff Bush. The Longhorns can play defense. So it's going to be interesting to see how Alabama offensively is going to attack Texas. And I'm assuming they're going to pound the ball behind that great offensive line and limit Jalen Merrill throwing the football. It's that plain and simple. We're going to see how physical is Texas under Steve Sarkisian. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I expect it's going to be a real tough physical football game. It's going to be close. I'm picking Alabama in a close one, 24-21. Oh, man. It's going to be a good game. This is going to be fun to watch, I think. And, I mean, really, this is kind of a coin toss looking at this one. Who's going to win this game? But I got to go with the Crimson Tide. You know, luck has shown over the years. If you bet against them, well, it's usually not going to end too well. So I'm going to go Alabama getting a win in this bowl game. Give me the Crimson Tide. I'll go I'll go 37 for the Crimson Tide, high-scoring bowl game. I'll go 37-31. I think we're going to see some high-powered offense this week, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So once again, Alabama final winner in this week two matchup. Mr. Turner, your final thoughts before this game kicks off on Saturday. Well, when I think about the Alabama-Texas matchup, I always go back to the 1965 Orange Bowl. Um, they had that one uh, gentleman that was on the center for Alabama. I think his name was um, Broadway Joe out of Be- mm. Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. And I looked how that game ended up 21-17. Ted Coy played great in that football game. Tommy Nobis, the later line of Falcons, great, was the star middle linebacker. And then Alabama, everybody was thinking, was Joe Namath going to be the consensus number one pick? And he had an outstanding orange ball. That game had a lot of magnitude, and both teams were highly ranked. Same with this on Saturday. The college football world is going to be watching. Everybody's going to see, is Alabama back? Is they back under Nick Saban? Then Texas. Are they ready to challenge the big boys? Are they really now 
under Steve Sarkeesian, ready to go play in the college football playoffs. Fantastic football game. Everybody's going to be there in Tuscaloosa, Alabama next Saturday. Yes, sir. It's going to be a fun one to watch this upcoming weekend. I know certainly I'm going to be watching this one very closely. Like I mentioned, playoff implications in week two. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner, it's a pleasure having you on talking some college football with me each and every single week. I've been your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers. Once again, we want to hear your final score in the comments, either on Facebook or on YouTube. Who's going to win this ball game? It's going to be Texas, it's going to be Alabama, and most importantly, what's the final score going to be? Hey, ladies and we appreciate you checking us out as always, and we'll talk to you again on another live episode of 100 Yards of Football. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.